Creator Radio. Good evening, everybody. Monday, February 3rd, 2020, 10, 11 p.m., Chicago, Illinois. I'm your host, Andres Benitez, and thank you for tuning in to Creator Radio. If you'd like to reach out to Creator Radio with any questions, comments, and concerns, please email me at creatorcompany four zero one at gmail.com that's creator c-r-e-a-t-o-r company four zero one at gmail.com if you don't know now you know creator radio can be found on spotify please hit that follow button apple podcasts please leave us a rating and review and if you're on anchor please please leave us a message and now on to the show Creator Radio. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to Creator Radio. As always, I am your host, Andres Benitez. Thank you all for tuning in once again. And on today's episode of Creator Radio, well, you already know we're going to be doing an NFL recap of the Super Bowl, a little Super Bowl recap. We're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs' very historic night, uh, first time in 50 years. Uh, but before that, before we dive into all of that, I have a couple of announcements that I'd like to talk about real quick and a little bit of a pre-show to the show. I have something that I wanted to try, um, so we'll just keep that in store. But yeah. All righty. So announcements. The Instagram poll has been live for a little bit now. I asked all of you guys on Instagram at andybenitez.1 on Instagram to send me music or movie suggestions uh, so I could do a, a movie review talk on it back on Creator Radio. I just want to read a couple of them really quickly because uh, there's a, a lot of good ones here. Two people said Parasite, so I'm thinking we have to do Parasite. Somebody said Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That'd be a hysterical show. Um, what else? Knives Out. I really want to see Knives Out, so I, I'm going to make an effort to see that. And The Gentleman. That looks pretty good. Uh, we did an Uncut Gems review, so go back and listen to that. Poser. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Django Unchained. I'm probably not going to touch that. Uh, racial problems. I don't want to don't want to get into race on the on Creator Radio, and that that is quite quite the movie as far as race goes uh wet hot american summer i kind of do want to do that i i'm i am leaning pretty hard towards wet hot american summer i've seen it before it's pretty funny i think if we actually like went in and analyzed it'd be really good somebody said the godfather one through three yeah it's a possibility uh and some other ones that are here roma i haven't heard of that lighthouse i have not heard of that Prisoners with Hugh Jackman. I haven't heard of that. Um, and then the good, the bad, and the ugly OG Western film. Uh, OG Western film. Mm, oh, most OG Western film. All right. So we might we we got a lot of things here. We got a lot of reviews or to or suggestions to go over. So again, thank you all for tuning into that and for giving me some responses. So I will be looking through those again. 
and picking one of them to do, maybe two. Right now, my leaders are Wet Hot American Summer, uh, Knives Out because of the relevancy towards the time, like to towards today. I do like Harrod and Kumar go to White Castle, and then Parasite was said twice, so we probably should do those four at least. Okay, uh, moving on. Next announcement. Next announcement. This weekend, I will be attending an Ian Dior concert with my boy Sheldon. Uh, my boy is from Providence, Rhode Island. He's coming out for the weekend. Uh, you know, met him, met him this summer. Uh, met up with him over winter break. Really great kid. Uh, can't say enough good things about him. But we are going to Ian Dior together uh, with a couple of homies from here in Chicago. So super excited for that. I'm gonna do a full review on the concert experience and like what it was like just to, to go see a live concert. Uh, I haven't seen Indoor live, so that should be pretty cool. And yeah. And then probably a little bit of like a recap over the, like the, the weekend. Cause I'm sure shenanigans will be going down. So we'll definitely, we'll probably have a story or two to tell. And then for the last, the last announcement, uh, this kind of ties into the Super Bowl and probably is a good segue into the Super Bowl, but Shakira and J-Lo are back and they still got it. I don't know what the hell these women, what regiments they're on, but I literally sat in my office for like today for like 10, 15 minutes. And I was just looking at like the most successful and attractive women over, over the age of 40, mainly actresses, because I don't know why, but actresses that are like right around 40 right now they there's a good number of them that are still unbelievably attractive um so i'm gonna list my top like six (laughs) and that this that was this like side little side story that i want to do i might do next episode the 10 most attractive and successful male actors. I think that would be really fun too. We'll do like a duality. We'll do the women and then the men. And maybe we'll make a little bracket and have them go up against one another and see who is the king slash queen of uh, over 40-year-old actresses. (laughs) I think that could be really cool. Uh, But yeah, so my list as of right now, this is in no real order. Um... But the number one is Jennifer Aniston. Uh, friends, pretty much my total heartthrob, Jennifer Aniston. She's like 47 or something like that. It's like she's almost 50. And she's still just as pretty as she was when she was 20. Obviously, J-Lo was on there. Uh, she killed it last night. Really loved the performance with her and Shakira. Shakira is on this list. So the list right now, from top to bottom, is Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce, Shakira, I think we're all in agreement there. And then my two dark horses are Reese Witherspoon and Cameron Diaz. Uh, those two, whew, sheesh, they're, they're, they're still very attractive and they're both like pushing 50. So again, I don't know what these, what these women are, are doing to their bodies. Maybe this is a lot of, uh, plastic surgery. I don't, I don't really know, but they look just as good as they did when they were like 25. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. So yeah, those are the announcements. Uh, I'll stop talking about 40 year old actresses <laughs> and, you know, my plans for the weekend and movie suggestions and stuff. But that is the first, first part of today's show. And now let's get into the Super Bowl recap. Creator Radio. 
Okay, it is now time to tackle, no pun intended, the Super Bowl. Hope everybody was either with family or friends, having a good time, uh, drinking, eating good food. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what y'all are up to, but I hope it was hope it was a fun and relaxing Sunday for everybody. I generally mean that. Um, I think football more than a lot of sports, actually, kind of sports in general, but it's a very underrated culturally. A cult, culturally, I think it's kind of underrated how like well sports bring all walks of life, all genders, ethnicities. Um, religions, political views, left, right, the other. It kind of brings everybody together. And in a weird way, it almost creates more like, like, uh, I don't know, bonding, like a, like a stronger bond between two people who have nothing, nothing related. Like you could have a, you know, an immigrant from the middle East. And if he comes here and he is really into basketball and you could have a straight New Yorker guy and they're both wearing Knicks jerseys sitting at Madison square garden and they're cheering for the Knicks. They have a stronger connection than they kind of realize. And why? Because of sports. Um, so I know a lot of people kind of shit on sports and think it's you know barbaric or uh, over masculine or toxic mas- masculinity, whatever you want to call it. But think about who's there. Think about who's rooting for those teams. And it's not just not just one group of people. It's all walks of life. So yeah, that's my little food for thought. But yeah, and I also wanted to pull up the box scores for the Super Bowl. So two birds, one stone. Moving on. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. to <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes, 286 yards, 26 for 42, and two TDs. He was intercepted twice. Damian Williams, 104 yards, 17 carries, and one TD. Tyreek Hill, 105 yards, and nine receptions. Uh, while I did just read the you know, the box score for the top performance for the Chiefs. I do kind of want to start with the 49ers and what I thought they did well and what what I thought they didn't do well. Because obviously, talking about the Chiefs is kind of kind of pointless. I mean, they didn't play very aggressive in the first half. Uh, they were tied going into the, into the second half of the game. Went down by 10, and then Patrick Mahomes just does Patrick Mahomes things. You know, two quick TDs, or yeah, two two quick TDs, goes up 31, 20, game over. Crazy. Literally crazy. I mean, Tyreek Hill literally only had one big catch of the game, and that was a game-winning catch. But again, we're going to talk about the 49ers, because I thought they were going to win this game in the beginning. I thought one major key for the 49ers was their ability to run the ball as if, like effectively as they were throughout the rest of the year. They didn't really do that. I'm I've let's pull up what they uh, box score. Hold up. I don't think either of their rushing. Oh, uh, no. Raheem Mostert, 12 carries, 59, 58 yards and a TD. Uh, Debo Samuel. Well, that's let's talk about the receiving now. Yeah, so Mostert didn't do anything, and Damian Williams went over 104 yards for the Chiefs. So they didn't run the ball as effectively as as I thought they were going to. Uh, They, it was really just a defense like keeping them in this game. Like 
They picked the ball twice off of Patrick Mahomes. They put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and they kept the entire wide receiving core, which was pretty much the biggest threat to the 49ers, in check all the way until seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, you can't like, you can't really ask for a whole a whole lot more than what the 49ers defense did. Uh, saying that, I mean, like people people were mad at Jimmy. They said that he choked. Yeah, he choked in obviously the biggest game of the year. But I think a lot of people are saying now that they should like move off of Jimmy. Why? Why would you move off of a guy who took you to the Super Bowl? He, it's his like second year being at the helm as as a starting quarterback if I if I'm correct he I mean you don't think that you could bring him back to the Super Bowl with the same team and the same defense that's just nuts I was listening to Jalen and Jacoby today shout out Red shout out Jalen shout out Jacoby got to give the people what they want they were giving the people what they want but Jalen was out here saying that they should look for Cam Newton why Jalen I'm sorry but that's heinous I don't want Cam Newton over Jimmy. I feel like Jimmy has way more potential. He's all he needs to do is just keep playing football for a little bit. You're not gonna win like everyone's like, oh Jimmy choked the game. Jimmy choked like I guess. I mean he went his his numbers were not bad. What is it? What what the fuck did he? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, twenty for thirty one, two hundred nineteen yards, a TD, and two interceptions. Patrick Mahomes, 286, 26 for for 32, for 42, two TDs and two interceptions. Like, Patrick Mahomes didn't play that outstanding. Like, like it wasn't – it's not like Patrick Mahomes scored, like, five touchdowns and Jimmy threw the ball, like, three three times. Like, they both had the same amount of picks. I don't know. It's just really – I don't know. Crazy to me that people think that, like, they should move off of Jimmy Garoppolo for Cam Newton – a guy who's been injured like for how long now? Like I don't, I don't want, I wouldn't want Cam Newton. I would want to stay with Jimmy. Um, so that's my personal opinion. I don't know. It seemed very odd to me. And then uh, the other, the other part of the blame was on the head coach Kyle Shanahan. Really weird being in a situation where you lose to the Patriots, being up twenty to three, and then you lose to the Chiefs, being up twenty to ten with seven minutes left in the fourth. I just I don't think that he like was making bad calls. I just think that he like played it safe. Like you can't like if you're tied with the Chiefs at halftime, you're fucked. Like you're pretty much like that's pretty much the end of the game. I mean, unless you go up huge in the third quarter, then kill clock for the rest of the fourth. But a lot of clock, and you and maybe you score again. You you have to con- to, to continue to score. In the third and fourth quarter, but if you're tied with him, if you're tied with Mahomes at half, like I don't know, you're asking to get beat. I think that you they were trying to like beat them with field goals. That's not going to do it. You need to score the ball. You need to score touchdowns. And yeah, you just can't be tied with the Chiefs at half. They're they're even if they're again if they're down a lot of points, they're still in the game because Mahomes can go crazy in three minutes and you know turn everything around, which he did. They beat him by 11 points. They were down 20 to 10 with seven minutes left. Um, I guess other than that, I did, I feel like Kittle didn't do a whole lot, and I was expecting a huge game out of George Kittle. Let's compare him to Kelsey. 
Kittle was four receptions, 36 yards, no TDs. And Kelsey was six receptions, 43 yards, and a TD. I mean, I, I, I guess I guess they both really didn't, you know, play that outstanding. But I thought George Kittle was going to have at least 90-plus yards, one or two touchdowns. Like, that's he, – he is the game changer. He's a game changer. I mean, I know that they used him for blocking for the game against um, – who the fuck was it? Minnesota and – who the fuck did they just beat? Oh, the Packers. Yeah, they use they use Kittle for the Packers as a blocking mechanism. But, dude, you're in the Super Bowl. You, Kyle Shanahan, put put your foot on the gas, like, bro. Throw the fucking ball. I mean, I'll, I mean, also, I Jimmy like missed a uh, Kittle or Sanders for like wide open or some shit. I didn't see the play, but they were talking about it on Jalen Jacoby too. Shout out Reg. Shout out Jalen. Shout out Jacoby. Got to give the people what they want. I thought it was a good game overall. I was just very frustrated with the 49ers. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't beat this team. Like, they they didn't play well for three and a half quarters. You you were you were in control the entire game. I just it just didn't make any sense to me why they couldn't um, why they couldn't get away with this win. Other than that, I don't really have a whole... Oh, I do have one more thing. It's kind of funny. I'm actually really happy that this happened. So I'm at work. A little story time. I'm at work. I'm sitting there, sipping on coffee, you know, doing my daily routine. I do a little typing test in the morning to just to get my fingers going. I look at my email, respond to different emails that I have. There's usually not that many, but I like to check. <laughs> I'm sitting there and doing my doing my morning routine, check my emails, do the typing test. I'm opening up Illustrator, you know, starting on some project and getting some projects done for the day so they can be sent off for approval. And then once that approval gets, you know, the the green light, then I, you know, I do my thing. I resize everything to the different media forms that, you know, that the people need. Got to give the people what they want. That five by five, that eleven by fourteen, that forty by sixty, and that twelve sixty, but that six thirty eight. And if you don't know that dimension, Google it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm doing I'm doing all that stuff, and my boy walks in on Kit Patel. I think it's Patel. Wait, I want to make sure that I didn't just brutally fuck that up. I literally think this kid's last name is Patel. Wait, I'm going to be... Imagine. Imagine that's what I call him. Ankit Paul. The real Ankit Paul. Real. So R-E-A-L-A-N-K-I-T-P-A-L on Instagram. Ankit Paul. Pal. Pale. I don't know, bro. You're a homie of mine, though, and I'm, I'm going to tell him about the prop bets that you made. Fucking hysterical. Well, actually, okay, this story actually starts, like, on Friday, the before the Super Bowl. So I'm doing the same shit, right? It's like the afternoon, though. You know, we in a constant flow of doing work, doing a little typing, do a little emails, hit the ESPN, you know, get the scores. Um, but Ankit's there, and I'm like, Ankit, who do you have in this game? And he's like, 
he goes straight to gambling talk. He was like, and I knew that there was a little bit of gambler in him just because he was like, this is this dead ass what he said. I don't know, man. I saw Andy Reid eating like a motherfucker. And I, whenever you see a man eat like that, you know it's going to be a good day for the Chiefs. When it, He literally goes, whenever you see Andy Reid eat like that, you know it's going to be a good day for the Chiefs. I was like, ah, oh, man, it doesn't make sense. Like, whatever. Like, 49ers should win this game. They're a better team. Flash forward to today, obviously, the 49ers lost. Chiefs win. So I'm, like, itching to see Ankit. I'm sitting there, checking the email, doing the typing tests, working on some stuff, giving the people what they want. Ankit walks in, looks me dead in the eyes, and just does the money manzel. He's just, he's just like... It was a good fucking day. I was like, okay, that's fine. So how much? How much are you talking? He was like, bro, enough. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I made enough money on that game. I was like, damn, like you talking talk. I was like, damn, like you you really made some money. I'm not gonna disclose the amount of money that he made. It was a heinous amount of money. It was actually, it was like actually a stupid amount. And then I, I want to tell you what he won this heinous amount of money on. He did a parlay, Chiefs to cover the spread at minus uh, a point and a half. That obviously hit. They won by eleven. He had the under on the national anthem. I don't know what the over under was for the the duration of the national anthem. I'm guessing it was like two minutes. The under on the national anthem hit. And he also correctly predicted the color of Gatorade that they poured on Andy Reid when they won the Super Bowl. Like, imagine, imagine you're looking at your phone. Imagine you're looking at your phone. Let's just say it was a 1200. It was a 1200 to one odds that that this parlay hits. Put in, put in 10 bucks and do the math. Imagine sitting at your phone, looking at the screen, and you put $10 and that bet hit. Like, this is the crazy, it's just crazy to me. Put put $100, you know, like, th- like dude, it just, so shout out Ankit, follow him, real Ankit, P-A-L, Paul, on Instagram, that's the homie. Uh, shout out, bro, for making me laugh and being one of the only guys in the office. I literally, like, there's, like, I think out of all the student staff, there's, like, probably, like, 14 girls and, like, three or four guys. <laughs> we have, like, four four guys in, in OSI. So, obviously, sports isn't, like, the, the main subject of everybody's conversations. is is usually the dead last conversation. But shout-out to Ankit for being, for being a homie and just knowing sports and being able to, like, just, you know, chop it up with me and be able to talk about it. It's a nice little break. It's a nice little break. I like to be able to, you know, expand all all edges and and crannies and nooks of my brain not just one one side of it and sports is one of that and i really enjoy talking about sports so i thought it was funny he made a stupid amount of money like it, like you shouldn't even be in the ballpark of making this amount of money off of those three those three fucking picks so crazy 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 so yeah that's the super bowl i hope Again, I hope you guys all enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed your Super Bowl Sunday. 
49ers just didn't put enough gas in the tank and they let Patrick Mahomes run away with it. Uh, they're going to be kicking themselves for a while. But you know who's not? Ankit. <laughs> this man is not going to be kicking himself. He he was walking around with a smile on his goddamn face all day. All day. Uh, how long have we been recording for? 25 minutes on the spot. So shout out Ankit for that story because that content literally took up like five or six minutes. So shout out for the content. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening to Creator Radio. I'm your host, Andres Benitez, Chicago, Illinois, Monday, February 3rd, 2020. Have a great night, and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Creator Radio. Radio.